Hey guys, welcome back to After Practice, where four UF fencers get together each week to talk about their latest obsessions. I'm Reagan. I'm Santiago. I'm Erica. I'm Alyssa. This week, we're going to be talking about Queen, which is a really awesome band. Don't know if you've heard of them. They're like really indie, vintage, you probably haven't, but... But we're going to dive in, and uh, we're really excited. We haven't done a music episode yet, so I'm definitely excited to like talk about the music, this kind of stuff. So to start off, as we sometimes do, we all took a quiz to find out what member of Queen we were. So uh, let's go around and say what member we all got. I got Brian May. I also got Brian May. I got John Deacon. And I got Freddie. A Freddie Mercury. So yeah, those are the members. Well, we're missing one, but um, those are the members of three out of the four members of Queen. Regan and I got Brian May, the guitarist of Queen. Roger I, Taylor is the drummer. Um, and I got John Deacon, the bass. Yeah, and then obviously Melissa got the person that y'all probably know the best, Farouk Bulsara, also known as Freddie Mercury, the vocals and piano of Queen. Should we explain like why we decided to choose the episode of Queens randomly? Well, not really yeah, randomly. we can we can go in like can go into it. I don't know if you guys another a movie that's been really big lately, Bohemian Rhapsody came out. We all went and saw it, and it, we all really loved it, and we're going to talk <laughs> about it later. First, we're going to talk about just the band themselves, and then if you haven't seen Bohemian Rhapsody, we'll definitely be talking about that and get into some spoilers, so go watch that before you listen to this episode, or we'll at least, do a little spoiler or at least peace out before we start talking, but yeah, yeah, that's what has inspired us, because yeah. it was a really fun time. Yeah, so the kind of like the history of the band... Well, this guy, Tim Staffel, he'll be, um, he was in a band with Brian May and Roger Taylor while they were in Imperial College London in the UK, and they had, like, this little band, and he was, they were just, like, jamming out, but they weren't really going anywhere, and then Tim Staffel was roommates with this guy, Freddie Mercury, and introduced him to the band and kind of, like, got him to, like, fanboy over them. Um, but then Tim Staffel dropped out of the band. I think they were called The Smiles. They were called the Smiles. Smiles. Yeah, the, yeah. and then dropped out. And then Freddie Mercury was like, hey, I can join your band. And then they uh, had auditions for bass. They had a couple, like, I think five or something. Yeah, it took a while for they settled on John Deacon. Yeah, and then they got John Deacon, and that was officially when Queen was formed. Yeah, 1971, I think, was when they... They finalized John Deacon. Yeah, and then on in 1972, they signed to Trident Records and began working on their first album. Well, so they changed the story around in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, they, they did. But yeah, so Freddie was actually originally in another band called... Ibex. E- Ibex? Um, yeah. And then Roger Taylor and Brian May would sometimes play with them. Yeah, I feel like them and Smile, because like, like, I think Freddie yeah. also played with Smile sometimes. Like I don't even remember. Yeah, like, exactly. They were just all mixing around because no one's you know making it big. So yeah, they're, they're all just, just kind of playing around with stuff until they finally consolidated the band. So, yeah, Queen is like probably one of the biggest bands in the history of like rock. Like, yeah. they are very influential. Their music is just very well known. A couple fun facts about Queen... The logo that they have was actually created and designed by Freddie Mercury, and they have, like, all the different band members' astrology signs. So there's two fairies for Virgo, which is Freddie's sign, um, a crab for Cancer, which is Brian's sign, and then two lions for Leo's, which is Roger and John 
Deacon. What do you call Jody right here? DC? Is that Deaky. what they call Deaky? Is that what they call them? Yeah. Oh, oh sorry. I didn't know that part of the lore. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, they're actually, there's, there's like lots of interesting facts about them and like their recording process and like their music. It was clear that they're like really passionate about the music they're producing. In the middle of their first American tour, where they were like touring as a supporting act, Brian May actually got sick with hepatitis and they had to like call like halfway through the tour, like step out. But they're also in the process of recording their third album. And even though he was still sick with hepatitis, he consisted that he could still play and recorded the album like with hepatitis and was able to like pull through which I thought was pretty cool because I can barely get out of bed to go to yeah. class. And this guy's like, I'm going to make the passion. some music. Yeah, and the, um, the for the We Are the Champions music video, they got, like, the official Queen fan club to, like, come over. And they had, they're, like, all the fans, like, that you see in that music video are the official, like, Queen fan club. And they had a little little concert for them. Oh, that's cute. Which I thought was really cool. And apparently the, fa- the Queen fan club, according to the Guinness World book of records oh, yeah, is the oldest oldest one in in the history of the world but yeah okay this is something that these the next few facts i find really funny because like the only reason why another one bites the dust was released as a single was because michael jackson said like they should do that in a concert in la and then the reason why the only reason why under they recorded under pressure with david bowie it was completely unplanned Bowie just happened to be in the studio that day I just, I, I kind of always forget that, like, celebrities interact with each other. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's crazy, because it's, like, could you, I'm, like, oh, my God, it's so great, like, David Bowie was there, like, but it's, like, oh, no, like, it was just, Yeah, like, they're just, like, recording and doing their thing, and, like, I just, I kind of always forget that just celebrities are able to, like, interact and, I mean, like, just look at out. us. We interact with each other, and we're pretty famous. Yeah. <laughs> we, we out here after practice. <laughs> but, yeah, it's just, like, um... Especially now with, like, in the age of social media and stuff, when you see, like, celebrities, like, dropping comments on other celebrities, like, Insta posts and stuff. And I just find that always, like, really funny and interesting. Because they they exist in, like, separate realms. Yeah, but then they're still, like, they still have, like, friends. But their friends, like... Are also famous. famous. Yeah. Yeah. Which is just weird to me. Yeah. Uh, Imagine being a celeb. (laughs) Can't, Can't relate. But, yeah, so back to some more fun facts. Um, Brian May actually has a PhD in astrophysics from Imperial College London, which is pretty That's cool. That's cool. We like we smart boys. S- we stand some smart boys, some curly haired s- smart boys. That was boys. like a running joke, wasn't it? In that, the movie? That he had a. Oh, yeah. They like in the movie, they kept like referring to the fact that he was like an astrophysicist. Yeah, and I think Roger Taylor was like a dentist. Like, was he studying was a dentist dentistry. Student. And then um, John Deacon was uh, studying engineering. engineering, yeah. Yeah, so, like, my dad's, like, a big Queen fan, and he always talks about how he always liked that aspect of them. Like, he always liked that they, like, like, had, like, an intellectual side to them. Like, they weren't just, you know, like, living this, you know, crazy, just, like, rock and roll. Like, they were, like, they also, like... They were serious and, like, got down to... Yeah, like, they were smart and stuff. Yeah, they, like... Yeah, they graduated. Which is nice. Yeah. Yeah, yes, especially because... Yeah, it it just makes them more relatable to some extent. A lot of musicians are, like... Or at least the image we see of musicians are, like, dropouts from high school. Yeah, a bunch of burnouts, yeah. Yeah, so... It's, like, refreshing. It is refreshing. Although I can't relate with the whole getting a PhD in astrophysics. I'm barely, barely surviving this final season, so... (laughs) Um, but yeah, so Freddie Mercury, I, didn't say, I said that really weird, Freddie Mercury um, actually 
was a huge cat person. Are you guys... Okay, this is a random segue. Are you guys cat people or dog people? I'm dog people. Definitely a cat person. Ooh. Through and through. No way. Um, <laughs> I can totally see that, though. I don't know. Like, I never had a cat, so I, I feel like I can't say, oh, I'm definitely a dog person since I never had a cat, but I guess dog person? Oh. I've never had a cat, and I can definitely say I'm a dog person. <laughs> Cats are just, like... So nice. No. no. I'm not here for that. Um, but, well, Freddie Mercury was a cat person. He owned over 10 cats throughout his lifetime. And his personal assistant said that he would put as much importance to, like, his cats as any other human life. And there's, like, rumors that he would also just call them and talk to them while so on cute. tour. So that's that's pretty wholesome. Like, FaceTiming your cat. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, or, or um, yeah, that that's wholesome. I love um, it. Yeah. Oh, going back to the whole, like, them being smart and stuff, John Deacon, as we said before, is a trained electronics engineer, and he would actually build some of the equipment that the band used in their tours and stuff. That's cool. So that's pretty cool. And I know, like, didn't Brian May make his own guitar? Yeah, he made it with his dad, his dad. and it's, technically, it's, like, 200 years old. Because like, like, a mantelpiece, yeah. yeah. Did you read the same article? <laughs> yeah. It was, like, 50 quirky fun facts yeah. about Queen, Yeah. But it's, yeah, it's fun. Good They're, mystical. like, crafty fellows yeah. making all kinds of stuff. We stand. Because they were, they were really into, like, yeah, like, making, like, making, like, a big spectacle and, like, it was, they were very hands-on, I feel like, with their yeah. music. Yeah, they're, they're cool. very passionate. I think they had, like, a error in the, like, I think it was their third album or, like, their second album that there was an error in the sleeve that they, like, delayed the release of the album because they were, like, we're not going to release it if this isn't fixed. Mm-hmm. And then for the, their third album is also, like, one of the most expensive albums, was one of the most expensive albums ever produced at that time. So you can just tell they had, like, lots of passion into their work. But Freddie Mercury, Mercury actually didn't believe he was a good pianist. He actually feared playing Bohemian Rhapsody live, which Aww. I think is pretty wild. Because, like, he's, well, at, at least what I've heard of his music... Yeah, it's really good. good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, that's that's crazy because you you kind of put um celebrities in like this pedestal that they're they can't screw up. Yeah, like especially... and you forget that they're people too, and that they like have insecurities and like they can get nervous before mm. they go on. Like even like one of the greatest bands of all time could like be nervous. And, yeah, like... exactly. Just think his finger could slip and hit a different key. I that stresses me out so much. Just like any musicians that just play live, like oh, I just feel like I would mess up. You know, yeah. like, how do you just not mess up? Like, how do you memorize so many songs? You know how to play them. I guess, like, after there's, like, a certain point where it just you becomes, just like, second it. nature. But, yeah, like, I guess there's certain things, like, growing up dancing, like, you don't, like, people always, like, how do you, like, know, like, so many dances all at once? Like, remember all this choreography? And you just do. So I guess yeah. you just, like, get used to it. But it's still, like, as somebody that's not really, like, a musician, yeah, it's, like, crazy looking from the outside looking in. Uh, but yeah, so as we said earlier, Bohemian Rhapsody is the name of the film, like the biopic that kind of came out earlier this year, the cast for the movie. I was, okay, surprised by how accurate they made the, um, characters, like, look. They look, and they look look exactly the same. They look so similar, and it always boggles my mind, because, like, not only do you have to find someone that, like, looks like this actor, because, like, that shouldn't be that hard, but then they have to be a good actor in its own right, you know? Like, they have to be good at acting, they have to look like, oh, and it's... It's crazy. And especially for something like this, where, like, you have to be able to dance and, like, sing and, like... Yeah. Wait, did did he actually sing? No, Rami Malek didn't sing. So, like, the way they did it, like, 
he was whenever they like would perform he was singing but the final cut doesn't use his vocals yeah like I'm, but he did sing because like they wanted to like make sure like it looked like he was like yeah. legitimately and I'm pretty sure it was like a mix and they used they had some other guy do vocals and then obviously they have Freddie's vocals so just before we dive into this I'm just gonna read out who the cast was for the film well Rami Malek played Freddie Mercury. Um, we had Ben Hardy playing Roger Taylor. Gwilym Lee pre- played Brian May. And then Joseph Mazzello played John Deacon. And kudos to the costume. Oh, and the costuming did, like, hair and design. was amazing. The wi- like, I'm just like impressed. Whoever did the wigs. No, dude, Gwilym Lee, like, I'm looking at his pictures right now, and he He's looks just like... He, he does literally not does like, not look like... Whereas in the movie, he looks like Brian May, like to, like, an extreme amount. Like, he probably looks the most similar out of all the four members of the band. Like, oh, he, is this, this is the bass? Yeah, no, 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 this no, is the guitar With the crazy hair. Yeah, and there's, like, oh, all the yeah, pictures yeah, yeah. of, like, Brian, like, actual Brian May with Gwilym Lee, and they're, like, hanging, like, when, when Gwilym Lee yeah. is in costume, and they're, like, taking a oh. picture together, and you're, like, they look I- exactly the same. It's ridiculous. So I was just, like, that was one of the things that impressed me the most. Like, you look at the pictures from before, and, and you see the cast, the and they just look so good. And they I, did, like, the prosthetics, like, teeth, like, yeah. in Freddie's mouth. And I remember when the movie first started, I was like, oh, I don't know how yeah. I feel about that. Like, it's kind of weird. Yeah. But then, like, as the movie goes on, it, like, it works. And, like, yeah. it looks like Freddie, and... Uh, it's Apparently, he didn't want to operate... He wanted to operate his teeth, but he was scared that his vocals would get yeah, messed up. Yeah, he loses his range. So, he didn't do that. I didn't even know that was a thing Me before neither. watching Me neither. I never heard of that sort of You movie. can't really change anything on your face, or... Like, you can't even change your nose, and your voice will change. Because your voice will change. Yeah. Really? That's Because your whole face resonates. What? There's, like, acoustics? Yeah, that's, like, how you sing. Yeah. Wait, what? Like, when you say, like, a head voice, it's because you're, you're using your head as a resonator versus, like, your chest voice. Like, you're resonating in your chest. Or you can, like, resonate, like... I literally have no idea what's going on. Because, like, when you sing, you, like, mo- you can move, like, your voice. Like, your voice can, like, what? come up into your head or you can, like... like I, there's a famous actress who's, like, really good at singing and she has, like, a really big nose. But she doesn't do anything with it because she doesn't want to change her voice. I can't remember. I think she was in... Never mind. Ignore me on that part. But yeah, I believe that, though. That you, like, yeah. wouldn't be able to change anything. That's why. Maybe that's ha- what happened to Avril. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Throwback. Maybe that's why she had to do the, come, come, kitty, kitty, you're so pretty, pretty. <laughs> <laughs> that trash song. Um, no, it's Barbara Streisand. Oh, Barbara, uh, Barbara Streisand. Yeah, she's, like, super famous. Yeah, so. definitely. Oh, oh, yeah, sorry. sorry. Go ahead. Also, we were talking about costuming. I read somewhere that, like, some, like, Roger Taylor and Brian May, like, they both were a big part of this movie. They were actually, like, the executive music producers, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Like, they both, like, contributed, like, clothing items that, like, were in their closet still, like, from the 70s. That's so cool. And they're like, oh, yeah, oh. like, here's this shirt, like, you can use. And, like, ah, sorry, I don't know. I'm sorry. I hit that really hard. And, uh, and I was just, yeah. The costuming and all was just, like, super crazy, super good. That's really cool. And everyone looked amazing. Yeah. I think Remy Malek is nominated for a Golden Globe, yep. and I think they are also nominated for Best Picture. Best Drama, yeah. Yeah, so that's really cool. I mean, I'm not surprised. So, okay, when I we fir- when I first went to watch it, we all, the f- all four of us went together to watch it, I had heard that it got, like, a 52% or something on Rotten Tomatoes, 
and that like people thought it was really bad so i went in with like very low expectations um but then so i i guess that was good because I, it, it just made the experience so much yeah, better. Yeah, because I also had the low expectations because Erica yeah. told me this. And I was like, oh, I was like it's going to be so bad. I really hope this is worth our time. And then I literally cried in the movie theater. Yeah, I was, was like so crying. Good. I was like, oh, this is so good. Yeah. It's, it's definitely, I thought it was a good movie. I really enjoyed it. It has like a good like emotional punch to it, which I. Yeah. People it's... in the Epe chat weren't, were, talk, were not as. Um, enthusiastic. Yeah, as enthusiastic <sighs> wow. about it. Well, it's there epic. were definitely a couple of people who weren't, who didn't like it. Really? I don't understand like what there wasn't. It was a good movie. Like. I liked like, it. It was good. I it, guess the only like criticism I could get was like it was weird pace. The pacing was definitely yeah, weird. Definitely like the last part of it felt kind of rushed. Yeah. Yeah. Some of it like, felt long, and some of it yeah. felt really rushed. Like yeah, yeah exactly. The pacing was definitely weird, but the performances, like Rami Malek as oh, Freddie Mercury, because amazing. like I, I mean, I haven't seen Rami Malek in a lot of things, but like I had watched like Mr. Robot like a year or two ago. I was watching it, and like you know, that's like the only thing I had really seen in him in besides like Night at the Museum, which was oh, <laughs> iconic, which was like years and years ago. But like in that in Mr. Robot, like he like has his hoodie and he's like you Edgy. know is like so like inside his own brain and he's just so like and I just like assumed that was just like what he was like I don't know yeah. and then you watch him as Freddie Mercury and he's just like on, Super s- on stage like he just has such a great a physicality presence, because yeah. like which was awesome and like yeah he's a really good really good actor I was I, very impressed I just want to say for the people out there people who are saying oh I love Rami Malek okay here's the thing <laughs> I okay this is good this is I'm so sorry <laughs> here's the thing <laughs> here's I called the thing. him <laughs> Here's the thing. I had a thing for Remy since Night at the Museum. That's right. <laughs> 13-year-old You're, Melissa had I a liked thing him before him. he was famous. Just the inner hipster mind of me. Wasn't he famous in Night at the Museum? He played um, King Tut, no? Yes, yeah. he did. Yeah. Yes, he did. Uh, he's such a beautiful man. I like I like Remy Malik. I'm not as much of a fan as Melissa is. Like I just think he's like a good actor. Like, I like him I'm, a like, lot. I think he's like cute. Like I'll definitely watch more of his stuff. But I don't have, like, a fangirl obsession with him. However. However. Um, <laughs> Brian May. No, wait, not Brian May. Sorry. Ben um, Hardy. Ben Hardy, on the other Roger hand. Taylor, and Roger Taylor and Ben Hardy. All yes. three. They're just. So I actually had noticed Ben Hardy in X-Men. Oh, yeah. Um, what was the name? He was the angel. Yeah, he was the angel. And what was that and one? And that's the same. First, um, first class. Not first class. What am I saying? It was um, the one with the big. The most recent one. Yeah, it was trash. And that's like, how he got this movie because he's the. It's the same director. Oh, really? And he like came up to Ben Hardy and he was like, "I want you for Roger Taylor." That's so weird because X Men was trash. That movie was X Men so Apocalypse. Trash. Apocalypse. Yeah, that movie was trash. Flaming fireball of terribleness. And but yeah, that's how the connection. And then apparently he's like, but the thing is like. I need you to be able to play the drums because, like, the guitarist can, like, fake it. Like, you don't, yeah. like, have to see. But, like, a drummer, like, if, you know, you hit a cymbal yeah. and there's no cymbal that goes yeah. off, like, it's going to be obvious that, you like, you don't know what you're doing. Oh, my and, God. Did he learn to play the drums for the movie? And, yeah, he's, like, and he's, like, yeah, I know how to play the drums. Uh, and I'll put a song on tape for you. And the director's, like, perfect. Like, play, I think it was Doing All Right, the smile song that they play. He's, like, put that song on tape. And Ben Hardy's, like, oh, man. 
okay, I, I guess I gotta learn to play the drums. Like, he had lied, and <laughs> he went home and, like, bought a drum set and, like, oh my went to a teacher, God. and he learned the song. I love him so much. So he, did he actually lie to him? Yeah. And oh then he ended God. up learning how to play the drums. That's so cool. Oh, and my then, God. <laughs> ben Hardy, I love you if you're listening. But yeah, so he me. wasn't, like, good at the drums. Like, there was a, apparently Rami Malek, like, told Ben Hardy, there's, like, this drum solo in Keep Yourself Alive yeah. that is, like, really famous, apparently, and it's, like, a really hard drum solo. And uh, Rami Malek told Ben Hardy, he's, like, listen, I was talking to Roger Taylor, and, like, or, like, Roger Taylor, like, told someone that, like, all he wants for this movie is that drum solo to be played. Like, that's all he wants. And, Did like, they play it in the movie? No. And it was, like, a joke. Like, cause, <laughs> oh. And Ben Hardy's like, I can't do it! Like, <laughs> and he, like, shut himself in his trailer. He's like, I'm not doing it. Like, I can't play that. Like, I don't know how to play the drums. Oh my God. And they're like, no, it's just a joke. <laughs> like, I love him so much. He's so beautiful. And Roger uh, Taylor's so beautiful. Wig. And Ben Hardy I, as Roger Taylor. Amazing. Like, that I hair... Love- I think that Ben Hardy, I think Ben Hardy should grow his hair to look like, because honestly, honestly, Ben Hardy's very cute. he have blonde hair? Yeah, he does have blonde hair. Like, Ben Hardy's very cute. However, he's he's a little cheeky boy. As Roger Taylor with that wig, like, he looks so good. It is next level. He made it work. Honestly, now that, like, hipster, like, BS like that is back in fashion, he would make it work so well. He looks so good with that hair. It's, like, angelic. Like, he just, like, ugh. Yeah. Also, I just love Joseph Mazzello as well as John Deacon. He's amazing. He did so well. He was so cute and, like, little, like, awkward bass boy way. And I was just, I was so here for this. I love that actor, too. Like, I I don't know him in anything else, but, like, I was watching some interviews and, like, he's just so eloquent. Yeah. Like, they were just, like, all so good at, like, being... The characters, like yeah. the embody. Oh, apparently he's in Jurassic Park. He out. Oh, I think he's the kid in Jurassic Park. Oh, that's so cute. That's so good. Which yeah. Kid? Um, like the one of the little kids in Jurassic Park that gets like like the first like like the first Jurassic Park. Yeah. And apparently for Joseph Mazzello, for him to get the role, all they asked, they were like, "We just need to make sure you have a good British accent because he's American." Oh dear. And uh, whereas Ben Hardy had to go learn and play the drums, <laughs> <laughs> but. Oh my god. Yeah, so we loved. Oh, okay, also. Wait, is Ben Hardy British? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And so is Gwilym Lee. Yeah. Gave, and the then. Name, like, Gwilym. Gwilym. Yeah. I think he's like. That's and like he's a Welsh Irish, name. no? Or Gwilym's Irish? a Welsh name, I think. Yeah, I'll look, I can look it up. He is actually English. English, yeah. Yeah, so he's an English actor. He probably has some Welsh Welsh blood. Um, And then Rami Malik is Egyptian, but I guess he, like. Was, was Egypt a British colony? I mean, Rami Malek was born was. in America. Yeah, he was born in America. He was born in the U.S., really? Yeah. Yeah, he's first generation. Mm-hmm. Ah, I thought he was straight. His parents are from Egypt. From, Egypt. from, from the So Egypt. I guess he also had to learn the accent. Yeah, he yeah. also had to work with a dialect coach. Yeah. Oh, my God. I don't understand. He was has really good... I thought he was British. Yeah, the accents are amazing. Because usually you have British actors doing American accents really well. Like, half of the actors that you... I, like, Andrew Garfield... British, like so many, like British Wait, he's people. British? You didn't know that? No, <laughs> I had no idea. They're all British. Like Wait. half of the actors you think are American are British because they're so good at doing American oh my accents. God, I would not have known that. They're all like America. We are so American, and you're like, oh, that's so cool. And then you hear an interview, and they're like, oh yes, yeah, so I was experienced. I did not know this. Andrew Garfield was British. Yeah, and I'm just like, whoa, <laughs> I'm living a life. I'm still shaking over that. Like, I yeah, <laughs> but then you never hear Americans doing British yeah, accents. They're always so bad. Like you always see like the YouTube compilations of like americans doing bad british accents exactly <laughs> so like i was surprised that um they were actually really good at doing like british, british accents. accents yeah kudos to rami malik then for that i don't know 
I didn't know that. I thought he was British all this time. But wow. yeah. I fooled you. <laughs> Are we going to still like, Andrew Garfield isn't American? <laughs> Have you never like heard him speak? No, like, I've never. That's weird because I watch a lot of late night interviews. It's like my yeah. thing. Like when I can't go to bed, I just watch interviews of like actors. But I've never gone on an Andrew Garfield binge. Yeah, he's, he's super British. British F. But yeah, so there are lots of like differences from like the actual story of Queen and the and the movie. Also, in case you haven't tuned out yet, this is like the spoiler Major section. Spoilers <laughs> Major spoilers are gonna happen now, so you might as well um, go watch because it's a great movie in our opinion. Yeah, definitely worth the watch. Definitely worth the fourteen dollars yeah. of. <laughs> we spent <laughs> so much money. On this movie. <laughs> Um, so, um, Ray Foster, who is the guy, this is the guy that rejects the Yeah, and he's played, oh my god. He's the one that was, like, in the ending scene? Yeah. Okay. And he's played by, the name is literally blanking me. It's the Wayne's World. It's, it's like. Um, Mike Myers? Mike Myers, yeah. Sorry, that totally. And I think it's funny because, yeah, like, he plays the EMI exec who's not a real person and loosely based on Roy Featherstone, but. Roy Featherstone liked Queen a lot. Like, he did think that Bohemian Rhapsody was too long, but, like, it wasn't, like, Ray Foster who, like, turned them down. But, yeah, it was kind of a... But, like, it's just funny because, it. like, Mike Myers, like, obviously, like, is in Wayne's world, and that scene, like... Did, that they, scene, oh, did they leave Featherstone? I don't, I don't know the deets on that. I don't think so. Don't but know. there's that scene in Wayne's world where they, like, headbang to Bohemian oh, yeah. Rhapsody in oh, the yeah. car, and then Mike Myers as Ray Foster's like, teenagers will never bang their head... Uh, this song in the car. That's pretty funny. And I thought that was funny. Looking into the deep analysis yeah. of Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> I just thought it was funny because Wayne's World is one of my favorite movies. I've never actually seen that movie. Uh, it's so good. And yeah, and then, so one of like the turning points in the movie, like, I guess just to add like dramatic effect was that like Freddie Mercury leaves the band to record a solo album and like disbands queen yeah like the band splits up yeah which never but happened. that never actually happened um in 1983 they decided to take a like break and work on solo stuff and then they stayed in touch until they started recording the works and roger taylor actually went solo before 1977 it was like he went he went solo in 1977 before freddie ever went yeah. solo um, Cause Roger Taylor also I didn't know this that much like uh, now I'm like the biggest Roger Taylor stan yeah. of all time but before like I like researched into it like Roger Taylor can sing like Roger Taylor yeah. he sings on a few so- tracks on like Queen albums and like he's all the high like all like high oh, the, the Bohemian Rhapsody one yeah he's yeah. like all the high notes and like Freddie's always the one known for like having the crazy range but like yeah, but Roger he can Taylor. Sing. And he, I think he has, like, four of the songs, um, Queen, like, Queen's major hits were all, like, four of them yeah. were recorded by R- him, were written by him, sorry. That's another cool thing about Queen is that, like, all of the members, like, were writing for the band, and, like, they all wrote hits, and, like, yeah. that just shows, like, literally all four of them were, like, legends and, like, awesome, and... Yeah. I mean, the movie kind of paints it out that Freddie Mercury was the, um, diva kind of got into lots of, like, drugs yeah. and, like, I don't know how to say this. I wonder if this. he actually was like that. I think a I've, lot of I've it... read that he was actually, like, pretty, like, private as a person yeah. and, like, he wasn't really like that a lot. I think a lot of it has to do just, like, with the stig- stigmatizing, like, gay culture. Yeah, for sure. And lots of, like, gay culture in the 70s, 80s. A lot of it was, like, as a form of protest was, the like, being flamboyant, very flamboyant yeah. and stuff. 
And Freddie Mercury was bisexual, not gay, but like people like by being bisexual is still kind of like not accepted by lots of yeah. people today. So like back in the day, you can imagine the people were like, "Oh, he's not bi. He's like." And he's in the gay. movie, in they the actually movie they even have say that. that. Like yeah. Mary, uh, Mary's like, "You're not. You're not bi. You're gay," which. Like it's problematic, but yeah, that's been another critique of the movie is like yeah, the representation like the of erasure like, of his bisexuality. So like I don't think I think like all of that was like over exaggerated by tabloids and stuff. Yeah, and that that's kind of like I remember like the first one of the first things I learned about Freddie Mercury when they tell you about Queen is like oh he was gay and he died of AIDS, which I th- it's like a pretty. Like I guess you can talk about like the issues of representation yeah. and stuff, but yeah, I don't, I, I don't think like in the movie they like highlight that a lot and they talk about how this guy. Well, this goes back to our next point. There's like the this guy Paul who used to be like one of the managers for yeah. the band, and in the film they painted out that Freddie, that he motivates Freddie Mercury to go solo, and they kind they are like. I don't know if they're dating, but they're at least, they, like, they have a relationship Yeah, they have of some, some sort type. of relationship. And he is kind of, like, the guy that introduces Freddie to, like, gay culture. And in the film, he motivates Freddie to go solo, and then he, um... I couldn't stand that guy. He, like, yeah, he <laughs> ends up, like, he ignores all the calls, like... Like, the whole pl- plot point in the movie is that, like... Oh, they're calling Freddie because they want him to be in Live Aid. Yeah. But like Paul's ignoring, which again in real life they had been touring on their tour for the works, uh, and like they were prepared for Live Aid and it was fine. And Paul didn't even get fired till after Live Aid. Yeah. Oh, and, was, like was Paul an actual? Paul was an actual. Person. Yeah, he was real, and, and he he ended up selling Freddie's private info about him being like you know super like gay. Yeah, super oh, or like, no, sorry. Like, super like promiscuous. Like yeah. he basically released all this information to the press for money. Like he sold this money or sold this information about him being so promiscuous yeah. and like drugs and sex and like all this stuff and like kind and of like slandered Freddie basically. I wonder if his bandmates yeah. knew anything about Freddie. I'm sure they did. I'm sure they knew to some extent. Like yeah. I, I you can't be living like you're literally touring with these people yeah. like you're and living with together them. for yeah. a while. Like Freddie was roommates with Roger and Brian, I'm pretty sure in the yeah. early days like yeah, and like I like in the in the movie they talk about how like Freddie is like you are de- like they si- they kind of make it out that Paul is like encouraging this lifestyle of, like drugs, booze and sex to Freddie and like you kind of see his character just like crumbling away and then it's Mary, Freddie's longtime friend slash ex girlfriend that like tells him like get your life in order and are they that's married? No, they dated, they engaged, but then Freddie cheated on her with some guy that from the recording studio. But they stayed Ooh. friends forever, and he's constantly said that, like, there was no other... Like, he loved Mary with all his heart, and there was, like, no one else like Mary. Yeah. Um, so that, that it was kind of exaggerated. Paul, like, I don't know if Paul was actually, like, that type of influence. I know in, the band didn't like Paul yeah, the, in real life. Yeah, the band didn't like him. But I'm not sure, like, what their actual relationship was in terms of him and Freddie and if he actually encouraged all this, this lifestyle. lifestyle. Yeah. But then, yeah, he did sell, like, just spread, like, all these really horrible things about Freddie and his, like, private fired. life. Yeah. And, well, again, as I said before, like, one of the first things I learned about Freddie Mercury is that he died of, like, AIDS-related diseases. And he actually didn't tell, like, go out publicly that he had AIDS until the day before he died. And he died in 1991, the day 
I don't know what day. I think it was um, sometime in November. Yeah. I don't remember. It was recently, like, the anniversary of his death. Yeah. But in the movie, they make it, they, they have, I think for the purpose of keeping the story succinct and, like, having a clear ending being, like, the Live Aid performance. Yeah. They have, but they also don't want to, like, erase that part of his story. Yeah. They have Freddie, like, learn of his, like, get a diagnosis, and, like, he tells the band all before Live Aid. But yeah. in real life, he probably wasn't diagnosed. No one knows for sure, but he probably wasn't diagnosed until 87, which is two years after uh, the movie would have said he would have been, he would have known. And then it wasn't until 89 that he would have told friends and family and, like, people, like, in the band and stuff like that. And then, yeah. again, he didn't make a public statement till the day before he died. Yeah. So, yeah, and then I think at the end of the film, they say how um, the band and I think his family created, like, a... A, a fund for like AIDS related research and yeah. like helping people with AIDS in honor of Freddie. Yeah, that just ties back into the whole like queer culture and how there was all this stigma as well with AIDS related to like with gay people and stuff and how like Freddie Mercury has kind of been late like put in this box of being like super um of sleeping around and mm-hmm. having and like being gay but that was also just a stereotype that existed for like men that had aids yeah and there's just like a lot of erasure of his sexuality but yeah so i got kind of sad but yeah so w- there's like a lot of queen music they made 15 studio albums and they have over like i think 25 top 10 songs throughout their career so, do you guys, what's your favorite songs? Like, or song, songs, album, favorite Queen song? <laughs> Sandy's like, <laughs> wait, do you know, like... No, I know I know some of the songs that they played. I, I knew, okay, I knew the songs, I just never knew that all of those songs were, were made songs. by Queen. Because they have a diverse sound. Yeah, they're very diverse. I don't know... Okay, you guys say your favorite song, and then I'll choose from those three. <laughs> well, okay. Growing up, I always loved "Don't Stop Me Now." Like I remember, in, like yeah. in middle school, that was like a good vibe. Um, I really like "Somebody to Love." I really like "39." Yeah, those are some of my favorites. I feel like there's like I mean, the problem is there's just so yeah, so many. Yeah, so many to choose from. Melissa. But like right now, what's your? Oh. Right now, I think the one that I've been listening to and, like, vibing with is definitely Somebody to Love. Hmm. What about you, Melissa? Yikes. Um, <laughs> here's the thing. Like, I like Queen and everything, like, but the thing is, I never, I guess, never, like, sat down and just listened to all their music. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, I mean, I haven't listened to all their music either. Yeah, so, right either. I like, the songs are, I don't know, man. Oh, I also really like Killer Queen. Oh, I okay, yeah. that Killer Queen is definitely, my favorite's. Don't Stop Me Now. I've been listening to that so much recently. Like, I can listen to that song and, like, get super hyped. And Killer Queen I also really like a lot. I also really like Radio Gaga. Oh, that's a good Radio one. Radio Gaga's really good. Which was the really one good. that, in the scene, they were fighting. And they were... Oh, Another One Bites the Dust? Mm-hmm. Where, like, he just starts with the bass, like, don't. Maybe I don't like that one as much. That one's a good one, but I don't know if that's my favorite one. Yeah, I also just... Like Bohemian Rhapsody, it's a classic. I it's it's a classic, of course. But I just have so many good memories of jamming out yeah, to that song that's with the friends. One you like it's you go and you get in your car with your friends and yeah. you sing it at the top of your lungs. Yeah, that song is just like there's just so many times where I've like just bonded with people over that song. Yeah. just like because everybody knows Bohemian the words. Rhapsody? Yeah, yeah it's that like, that song is just like a uh. It, 
unites a our bonding culture. Song. Yeah, like, exactly. I also really like Fat Bottom Girls. That's a good one too. Yeah, honestly, just there. There's there's a lot of good ones. But I think Don't Stop Me Now and Killer Queen are probably my two favorites. Um, yeah, I Don't really Stop Me Now. Those. Like I have to say, that's like one of my favorite because like that one I've been listening to like for ages. Like yeah. I remember in middle school, that was one of my favorite songs. Yeah, I Want to Break Free also gives me like. Yo, know that one? I was like looking at the list. And it's yeah. Like I think that one is the one I've been listening to the most. Yeah, it's it's really. They just have, like, such a diversity. <laughs> so I'm just like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, it, there's... And, and that's what... I think, like, the movie was really good at playing a lot of... They played a lot of their music. Like, yeah. They played a lot of, like, their that's obviously, like, really popular ones. But they also, like, um, Radio Gaga and, like, Fat Bottom Girls, like, all those were included in the film. And even mm-hmm. those, like, they're not, like, the most mainstream ones, but they're still, like... I, th- I think they had a good balance of, like, really popular to also just their first couple songs that kind of put them on the map in that yeah. sense. Yeah, I, they definitely had a lot of songs. It was cool. I liked the way the movie did Like, they would show, like, lots of concert sequences. Yeah. And that was cool. Like, they did not the entire Live Aid concert. They filmed the entire thing, but not yeah. some of it got cut from the movie. But, like, it's crazy. It's like like you're at an actual Queen concert, which yeah. was really awesome and fun, a fun way to experience these songs in ways that, like, we'll never actually get to experience them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, like, Reagan and I were talking about that when we were driving back from the movies, but, like, how our generation, there's just not... Like, Queen is just, like, such an iconic sound, and you have so many amazing, like, rock bands from that time, and, like, there's, like, that scene at the end of the Live Aid concert where it's, like, this his this dad with his son, and they're both, like, jamming scene. out to Queen, and it's just so powerful, and, like, nowadays, I do think there's a lot of incredible new music and sound that's being made like you just have like all this new content but a lot of it is very niche like it's not it doesn't like there's not like because i I don't want to be that person that's like oh i was like born in the wrong time because that's not what i'm saying that's like not what we're trying to say but like definitely our era like the music's amazing and there's so much good music but there's not like a sound that unites an entire generation exactly like you you like rap for example now is really big and you have like all these new rappers that are coming out and there's like lots of really good influential content and definitely like a big fan but you can't play rap in the car without your mom being like oh my god like when are you listening to and like rock kind of feels like a dying genre in that sense like i don't i can't think of any like big like in individual sound rock sound that's coming out recently rock or rap rock Rock. and like it's just like there's just um yeah i don't know it's just sometimes like it'd be cool to have i don't know if it has to do with the fact that like now music is being put out so often yeah that like it's kind of hard like back in the day like you only had like tapes and like um records so like obviously it was easier for, like, one band to, like, develop and create, like, all this new sound and be original because it was, you couldn't just... It wasn't as serialized Exactly, as like, now, like, I my friend showed me this guy that made, like, an entire mixtape on his iPhone, like, and it's amazing, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, it's just so easy to make music, or not is, easy, but just, like, it's, it's more accessible. It's a lot accessible. more accessible, which yeah. is a really awesome thing, and, like, I think it's, like, a really, a, a good part about, like, this generation, like, music can be so diverse and, like... And it's so exciting, like, you can listen to whatever music you want versus, like, only being able to listen to, like, the radio, you know? Yeah, but then at the same time, you also just, it's the sacrifices that now you just have a lot of the same 
or just like it's just so much that it's kind of hard to have like those sounds that kind of bring everyone together yeah but one of the trailers that we saw while watching this movie was that they're they're gonna make an elton john biopic like same yeah kind of concept yeah. what was it called rocket it called? man rocket man yeah um with the guy from kingsman um what's his name uh <sighs> he's super cute so as well. or something. wait don't quote me. No, it's that. not Aaron Taylor Samuel. No, that's no. Aaron J- Taylor Johnson. Sorry, that's not him. It's um. What happened to Aaron Taylor? Johnson? I don't well, know. I'm looking this up. What he was Quicksilver him? in um Avengers: Age of Taren Ultron, Egerton. but then they, yeah, Tarek Egerton. I love there him. He's go. super cute. Yeah. yeah, it's Aaron Taylor Johnson was um Quicksilver last I checked, and then he died in the movie. Rip. Um, yeah, yeah. but I still, I'm still, like, kind of low-key hoping they're gonna bring him back to life because no one ever really dies in the Marvel universe. But which one? Quicksilver. Oh. Yeah. But, I mean, we're like, oh my god, by the way, did any, are you, any of you guys, no, none of you guys are like Marvel, are you a Marvel peep, no? Yeah. Yeah. yeah? yeah. Yes, yeah. I am. Do you guys we're watch all... the trailer for Avengers Endgame today? I watched Oh, I haven't seen it. it. It's, mm. Boy. Anyway. <laughs> I am, away. I, yeah, sorry, back to, speaking of trailers, um, Rocket <laughs> Man. So, are there any, like, banned biopic movies that you guys like to see hmm. made? I kind of know my. I actually do. Okay, so yeah. I feel I feel like the rock, um, like the rock industry is very male, like very mm. male driven. Oh, I think I know what you're gonna and say. And so <laughs> I'm thinking like I know they already did the, what's it called? The ones who did Cherry Bomb, the um, Runaways. Yeah, 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 yeah. They already did the Runaways with like did? Kristen Bell, like girl who really? plays Bella. Yeah. Oh, Kristen Stewart. Kristen Stewart. Kristen, Stewart. Yeah, Kristen Bell is the one from The Good Place, right? Yikes. Yeah. 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 Uh, so they did it with Christian Stewart, and I, that movie didn't, like, really make it that big. Yeah, yeah I've, like, had never heard of this. Anyways, but, like, I think they should do one on, like, Patti Smith, maybe, mm. or maybe Janis Joplin. Yeah. There's, like, a lot of female rockers out there. That's a good idea. Yeah, I, I definitely like that. that. They don't have, like, no one sees, they maybe story, Stevie like, Nicks. Oh, I would love How that. she joined, like, Fleetwood Mac, yeah. and then did her solo. I like that yeah. idea. Let's do a Stevie. I like a heart. I love heart, you know the. Oh yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Heart like that'd be cool. Like they're like super awesome as well, but yeah, definitely a female like biopic yeah. um band because like we all lot. seen the Beatles. Yeah, I, the Beatles just... has like fifty million movies or like and musicals I just, like, with I their don't music. Listen to the Beatles like I just like can't even connect because I just don't listen to Beatles music. Oh, uh, I do. Do you guys, oh my god, Across the Universe, did you guys ever watch that movie? It's not a no. Beatles biopic, but... Oh, no, I've seen it, yes. It's a Reagan, musical, right? you would right? love that movie. Yeah. yeah like, it's... Like, With the Beatles? It's yeah. so good. That's one of my favorite movies. It's it's beautiful, amazingly well done. Okay, Regan, you should watch that movie. Okay, I It'll will. definitely change your perspective on the Beatles music. It's really well done. Um, it gets a little trippy towards the end, but... Yeah. The whole... Because it, it, it has, like, this arc where it's, like, the Beatles, like like magical mystery yeah. tour and like um what's the name of the other sergeant pepper's like lonely hearts club like that genre of the beatles music uh-huh. and it's like just this whole like it's set Acid. in the 70s during <laughs> yeah. like the war it's in new york yeah it's like it's, it. it's like really good i okay. feel like yeah regan you definitely also the there's one of the characters that i'm sure you like he's kind of like um he gives some roger taylor ben hardy vibes <laughs> so Definitely recommend. Um, but anyway, I think for me, 
I would okay. So like Aerosmith is just like a band I hold near and dear to my heart, just because it reminds me of my dad. Like I would always jam out to uh, like Aerosmith with my dad, and like I actually got to go to their concert once, and it was like one of the best experiences of my life. Probably like my favorite concert ever. That's cool. So like it'd just be cool having like a a concert like about like not a concert like a biopic about them because they do have like a very interesting story, and they're I think they're also like very iconic rock sound in terms of like the history of rock yeah so they're they're another and maybe bon jovi as well although bon jovi like they're still touring like i don't know how they're still alive it's like they're uh like i think another um guitarist i can't remember his name but he has done like hella drugs and like it's a miracle that he's still alive and he recently released like this documentary where he kind of like goes back into like where he was born and kind of like his history of music and stuff and it's called something like super cynical and he's like really funny and talks about how like yeah i should have died like thousand years ago but like somehow i'm still kicking and like <laughs> he, he, it's like it's really cool and you see i'm just like yeah anyway that's that's like two bands that i would like but just because i have like a sentimental attachment to those two bands what about you, Santi? I don't have anything to say about this one. I really like to see, like, a Chainsmokers, you know, biopic. Yep. Like... I don't know. Do you know I don't have, like... have any. I don't or have any, any like, favorite in, bands. Or any artists in general. Yeah, it doesn't have to be, like, It doesn't rock. have to be rock. It can be, like, another... Mm, no. No? Nothing that I can think of. I mean, I, I just listen to music. Music is nice. I don't what really have any preference. What type of music do you listen to? This is like, Let's not talk about will that. not tell me what he listens Let's to. Let's not talk yeah, about like, that. Wait, Melissa, wait, you quiet. You're quiet. Rap so wait, Melissa, how do you know what he listens to? Honestly, no. I only listen to a couple of songs. One but song. Just like, exactly, just one song. What song? <laughs> it's just like um, Spanish music, you know. It was what do you Spanish. listen to? Do you listen to Juanes? You seem like someone that'd be into I mean, Juanes. I do, but he's not my <laughs> top choice. But yeah, he, yeah, I do listen to him. Yeah, Juanes is good. I, I, I vibe with Juanes. Probably a Hispanic person if um, I was to see a movie. Yeah, I'd be down for like a... Um, Shakira would oh, be a pretty popular my, one. A who? Shakira. Oh, Shakira. I would, de- I would watch the frick out of a Shakira biopic. Give me that, but like she's still so young. Yeah, like, that's yeah. She's that's like thing. still living her life. Like, I. Is she, how old is she? Told. She's like thirty something. No? I feel like she's forty something. She's forty something. She's forty something. Only yeah. she looks so fine. She looks, she looks so, so good, young, man. Though. Shakira killing it. Freaking Piqué and her and her children are just like living their best, beautiful lives. She's forty one. Yeah. Wow. So she's my mom's age. Well, my mom's a little younger. She could be your mom. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Trying to think, I feel like Juan Luis Guerra would be a good like, Juan you is, know, yeah, Juan Luis yeah. Guerra would be a good biopic. He probably already has one. Oh, there's, a, there's, I definitely think there's like a Carlos Santana, um, biopic. He's like that super good guitarist. That's like, no, <laughs> that's that's actually. I don't happens. know. <laughs> wow, yeah. it's uncanny. <laughs> it's amazing. I can actually imitate it perfectly. Um, I guess it's a good place Wait, to let Melissa. Say, she said sure. already. Yeah. She was saying. Wrap Wait, up. did you say Reagan? No. Reagan oh yeah, Reagan. You Reagan, go. who's oh, your man. favorite <laughs> music? I don't person know. Uh, <laughs> the Born Ruffians biopic. <laughs> little Junior biopic. <laughs> little <Born> Junior. <laughs> Shout out to Little Junior if they're listening. Uh, I'm trying to think of like what bands are my favorites. I just like, I really. Hmm. <laughs> I feel like Mamas I was in the Papas. I would like. I kind of want like a. I really like a, like Joni Mitchell, mm. and I really like Carol King, like that kind of era and that kind of like 
person, yeah. kind of like a folky, again, like yeah. a woman, yeah. a gal. Yeah. I feel like that would be kind of my choices. I'm trying to think. I don't really know much about their stories. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, there's lots of artists that you like, but then yeah. is there, like, enough content to actually make... Like a cool biopic. Yeah. I actually watched this really interesting documentary the other day that was, like, the all the, like, guitarists and, like, all the band members of, like, the people that record the albums with... Or, like, the band members that you, like, don't know of in, like, big-name shows, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, like... like- like, the saxophone player, I guess you'd say, in the background. Yeah, yeah, Or, like, the people that, like, they were always hired to, like, record the album and stuff, but then... Yeah. And how they got paid, like, super poorly, or how they got, like, backstabbed by the band and got kicked out and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, all these different things. And, like, it's, like, this this documentary talking, like, how they talk about their experience of, like, being in the world of creating music and making all this awesome music and, like, having their name in the CD and stuff, but then at the same time, they have none of the recognition none of, like, the royalties or anything, and, like, how they got backstabbed and stuff, and, like, all these different stories, and it's really interesting, like, how there's, like, so many, like, there's a big part of the music industry that you don't really hear about, but, yeah, I think that's, that's a good place to, we had a good discussion, I enjoyed this talk, yeah, if you have any thoughts that you want to share, or any fun facts that we missed out on, or um, any other bands or topics that you guys want us to talk about in our next episodes, please feel free to comment um, and let us know. And don't forget to subscribe to through whatever medium it is you're listening to. And our Instagram. We haven't posted anything just yet. Yeah, as but of... if we get more followers, we will. Yeah. <laughs> After practice podcast. Check us out. Yep. Um, but thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next time with another episode of After Practice. Bye. Adios. Bye. Bye.